Hey everybody, C-Note here, and welcome to Dopamine, the show that'll change your life faster than too many shots of tequila. Today on the show, I have Coach B, Bertrand Yampa, joins me on the show to talk about how you can make simple changes in your life to get yourself into a healthier lifestyle. Coach B takes an approach that many people uh, need when it comes to their health practicality. He knows that there are simple things that people can do to start to make a change, and he isn't going to hide behind a paywall to share that with you. So he shares um, some great stories about his youth with issues in school and then the military, giving him some direction and other things that led him to this part of his life where he's now training and coaching people to be their best selves. Coach B has a really great story and is a great resource to get uh, uh, to work with to get started on making healthier decisions right now. So without further ado, welcome Coach B. This episode is brought to you by Shady Brook Farms. If you're looking for ways to make mealtime healthier in the new year, make your favorite recipes with turkey from Shady Brook Farms. Take the pressure off. Keep it simple and tasty without sacrificing flavor for nutrition. Whether you want a delicious sandwich or a post-workout protein, Shady Brook Farms turkey can do it all. Visit ShadyBrookFarms.com for recipe inspiration and to find retailers near you. Shady Brook Farms. Eat what you love. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. I'm Mo Rocca, and I'm excited to announce season four of my podcast, Mobituaries. I've got a whole new bunch of stories to share with you about the most fascinating people and things who are no longer with us. From famous figures who died on the very same day to the things I wish would die, like buffets, all that and much more. Listen to Mobituaries with Mo Rocca wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, Coach B. Yo, 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 yo. Good to hear from you. Welcome to Sino uh, and FF. How you doing? Man, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How you doing? Pretty good. Pretty excited. Doing a couple talks today and, uh, you know, getting some things done. So things feel real good today. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, basically what I do is uh, I, I just want to ask you a little bit to, to tell the people a little bit about yourself, what you do, and uh, what your focus is. All right, perfect. Uh, my name is Bertrand. Everyone calls me Coach B or B, whichever one. Um, I really – I help people uh, practically, you know, get healthy or best term to niche it down to be I help people lose weight, uh, build confidence um, without, eat, without ever stepping into a gym or, you know, starving themselves. That's the best way I would put it. So, mm-hmm. um, and I've been doing that for like the past uh, seven years. But um, did I answer all those questions? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, but uh, 
so what what got you started in this? Did you have any kind of personal struggles when you were a kid or anything like that? Or what really got you into helping other people? So, yeah, when I was actually um, growing up, I never grew up around black people. So mm-hmm. that was really. So, right. so I never knew if um, if I was being too black or if I wasn't being or, 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 or was, was I even black? You know what I mean? The thing is like, oh, you're not even black. You're white. And that always played a part on me. And then in high school, too, I was um, I moved to a new school in Virginia. I hated it. I was depressed. I hated myself. Um, I lacked the confidence. I was a skinny dude, like really skinny. You know what I'm saying? And for me, once I started going to the gym and working out, it helped me build self-confidence. It uh, it gave me clarity about who I was and who I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also gave me, you know, popularity. So it gave me everything I wanted, uh, but it didn't give me that mindset that I was still looking for, though. Yeah, like what, what... What kind of led you? Did, was it like just like a, a personal decision to start working out, or like did you just kind of wake up one day and was like, you know what, I have the ability to make a change, I should do this. <laughs> actually, it's kind of funny. So um, I was actually hanging out with the wrong people mm-hmm. uh, at the wrong time uh, and the whole nine. Right. And um, it was one day we were going to football for, for weightlifting, and um, this six-two linebacker. I mean, six-two big dude i mean chalked up i mean he had division one scholarships and like everything lined up mm-hmm. right and i'm skinny I'm, I'm maybe like 180 if i eat lunch right so and i ate lunch that day so i was like 180 and this dude starts talking shit to like one of my friends um excuse my language but he starts talking crap to one of my friends mm-hmm. and and I, I go to back him up like right away i'm like oh you can't talk to him like that blase 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 right and we get into a big argument. I mean, everyone's looking. The coaches are like, chill out. I'm talking. We're going back and forth what he did. And then and then he gets up, and I get up. And then my friend says nothing at this time, mm-hmm. right? He says nothing. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we're, we're really about to fight, right? right. And <laughs> you, gotta, you can imagine me looking up at some guy that's 6'2", you know, and uh, I'm like I'm like 5'10", or 5'11", at the time, just looking up right. at him. And then my coach, you know, we break it up. Uh, and then my coach pulls me out, pulls me aside and puts me in his office and he says, dude, the people you're hanging out with, I mean, they're really not good people. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just tells me flat out. He says, if I come to the weight room and I focus, uh, he didn't promise me anything. He didn't say I'm gonna get a scholarship or anything. He just said, he said, I could, I could be a special player. I could be really good. Mm-hmm. Took that to heart. Um, but after that, I went back to my old ways, hanging out with my old crew. Right. And then yet again, we get <laughs> this, uh, one, one of the, like, I would say the ringleaders, he, he starts talking crap about how he's going to beat up this one guy if he ever sees him. Um, you know, starts talking all this crap yet again. And then this time around, though, I let him try to handle it. Right. And then I find out that I'm, I'm, I'm hanging out with the wrong people. Like, they, like I'm, I'm the hardest one in my crew. Like, I'm the one about to go throw fights for somebody right. that, that, won't, that won't even throw a punch. <laughs> and then from there, I, uh, <laughs> I, um, I decided that I'm going to stop hanging out with them, and I'm just going to take my, uh, my coach's advice. I just started going to the weight room. Mm-hmm. And I just dedicated myself to like mastering my craft, uh, getting better in the weight room, lifting weights, um, learning about nutrition, food, how it affects the body. And I was able to know, you know, um, all the vitamins and all the proteins and supplements, pre-workouts, post-workouts, the whole nine. Right. Yeah, that's that's a lot. And that's a lot of it's good because it's a lot of stuff to focus on. And it kind of keeps your head. It sounds like it keeps your head out of like, you know, all that bad stuff you were going through and people you were dealing with gave you something to focus on. Oh yeah, very much so. I mean, if I didn't have that, I, would, I mean, I think I, I would still be um, like lost right. in a sense. 
Um, so it, it gave me clarity. Mm-hmm. So that was the biggest thing for me. Once it gave me that clarity and it gave me like a path and I just kind of stuck to that path. Right. And, and I don't mind if you curse, by the way, it's, it's totally cool. This, it's just like, <laughs> this is, you know, I try to keep it conversational as best as I can, but, um, you know, most, yeah. a lot of people are like, uh, like you can kind of feel it when they just want to kind of get a little bit more intense with their story. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> let loose, do whatever feels natural. It's totally cool. Um, so, uh, in terms of like, so you kind of briefly mentioned the mindset shift, like you started to get into working out, but the mindset shift wasn't quite there yet. So like when, when did the mindset shift start to happen and what kind of things were you considering? Were you, were you starting to work with other people at that point, talking, getting help from external sources? Like how did, how did you start to uh, develop that mindset aspect? Man, that's a great question. That, um, the mindset portion didn't come till way later. Right. I was in college. This is this is a fucking story too. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I'm um I'm hanging out with the wrong people yet again in college. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm on the football team, hanging out with the wrong people, um you know smoking, drinking, the whole nine, right? Right. And I'm going to a Christian school too, so you know it's even worse. Right. Because you know on Friday I'm like partying it up. Sunday I'm like kind of repenting and like, all right, God, like forgive me for my sins. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, right. But um. Uh, but then again, um, I, I, I fall into the wrong situation, hang out with the wrong people, um, mm-hmm. get into altercation with me, a female, someone else. And, um, you sh- and after, after, uh, after that, the school kicks me out. The, the school kicked me out. Um, right. Come to find out, I actually didn't get kicked out of school. They just suspended me. But, um, but, but, they, but they suspended me. So mm-hmm. my belief was that if I, if I didn't go to college, I didn't get a degree, if I didn't do all, the, if I didn't take all those necessary steps, I wouldn't get a good job. If I didn't get a good job, I thought that I was going to be homeless and broke. So, for me, it was a pivotal point in my life to say, "Hey, I really have to step up. I got to watch what I say. I got to watch what I do, and I got to mean what I say and what I do." Right. And that was the start of my mindset work because I fell into depression, suicidal thoughts. I mean, I thought my life was over. Right. You know what I'm saying? I really did. I thought everything was gone for me. Mm-hmm. And um, if anybody's been there, where where it's like. It's like there's no glimpse of hope. Like you're looking for the light at the end of the tunnel and there's no light at the end of the tunnel. You know what I mean? You start playing the you start replaying the moment in your head like, why did I do that? Why didn't I do something else? Why did I do that? Why did I do something else? Right. And I just and and, and then I started blaming other people. I started shifting the blame. I was like, Well, it wasn't my fault. If 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 only this happened, if if only I did this, if mm-hmm. if only my parents would have done this, if only my if this and it wasn't until I literally I moved to Texas to live with my uncle and then um I woke up one day, just randomly one day, I swear to God, one day I woke up, just went on a run. I pushed myself. I went on, and I'm not a long distance runner at mm-hmm. all. I hate long distance. Right. So I ran, um, I don't know how long I ran, but I just ran, ran, ran until my body was like damn near like exhausted. Mm-hmm. And, um, and what happens is when you work out, these, 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 uh, these endorphins get released, these positive endorphins get released, right. and they make, you feel, they make you feel good. You know what I'm saying? It's the same endorphins that you get after sex, it's the same thing you get after after working out right. so i didn't notice at the time but um the next day i woke up and i went on a run again and i just pushed myself mm-hmm. and i just kept working out every day and every day when those endorphins would get released it would it was kind of like my um it was kind of like my light at the end of the tunnel right i would look forward to that and then from there i got a job at subway um i kept moving i um i left subway started going back to school from there i joined the military mm-hmm. um and then that was the biggest mindset work 
for me was when I made that decision for myself to join the military. Right. And then um, that was when I started like making my own choices for myself. Right. Um, and before I go any further, even before then, like the college I went to, my mom influenced me to go to that college. I didn't want to go to that college. She right. was like, it'd be a great school for you. Mm-hmm. You should go. You should go. I always let other people's opinion affect my decisions. And for me to join the military was like my own choice. Right. I joined it because of me. I couldn't. And then when I went, when I went to boot camp, I couldn't blame anybody but myself. Right. And I remember day one of boot camp, they wake up, they, they, they flip on the lights and then they're like, yeah, what the fuck up? What the fuck mm-hmm. up? And then they're like, like, get out of bed, toe the line. So there's like this big, like tape around this, like huge rectangle that we had to toe the line on. Right. And, and then, and then uh, from there, they start flipping the beds. Like, they start flipping beds, throwing lockers on the ground. I mean, the place is a fucking mess. Mm-hmm. I'm over there like, what the fuck did I get myself into? <laughs> and, and I'm over there like, I can either... And they're like, if you want to quit, you can quit right the fuck now. Go home. Right. Fuck you. I was like, holy shit. Like, I just got myself into something crazy. Uh-huh. Um, and I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Mentally, then I started playing that game again. Like, can I do this? Like, you know, I had no one to blame but myself. So it was a lot of inner work. I was like... I had every day I had to tell myself one day at a time, do this, do that, and then go home. You know what I mean? Right. So every day I'll just focus on that one day, that one day. Every day I focus on one day, one day, one day. And one day turned into three months and three months later I, I graduated from boot camp and I was like a I was kinda like a new man. I mean I made from there I started making my own choices, mm-hmm. started deciding what I was gonna do, how I was gonna live my life and since then I mean I've made a lot of decisions on my own. Um and it's, it's been the best thing for me when you, I think the, the, the thing for me, that mindset work for me was when I started to stop blaming everybody and started blaming and, and started in, in not even blaming myself, but taking responsibility, mm-hmm. self-responsibility. Right. And that's the biggest mindset work for me. I took self-responsibility. I did, the, I did the dirt, you know what I'm saying? And mentally that, that's what gave me that big, that big mindset shift. Yeah, that's huge. You know, that's kind of a, you know, what's, what's interesting about like your, your story with like kind of getting mixed in with the wrong crowd and then kind of going through the military is that especially for a lot of young men, we kind of naturally look for some sense of status. Uh, You know, that's why a lot of men get involved in like gangs or difficult people or, or things like that, because we don't feel like we naturally fit into something. Um, We're trying to figure out if we fit into something or that or if we have the means to be a leader in something. And I think, I think you were a natural leader who was trying to fit into something. Or, or maybe trying to, and I'm not going to try to psychoanalyze, <laughs> um, but uh, it, seems, it seemed like you had these core values within you that were pushing you at every stage. Like, like no matter what, how deep you would get into it, you, know, you still had something in you that was telling you, that I can do better. I, I'm. Uh, there's something in me that wants me to keep going. Do you think that was something related? If, if that's true, is it something related to like family, or is it just kind of like your personality that you did not want to fail? Man, um, that's that's amazing that you got that whole thing from that, and that's <laughs> totally me. I hate failure. Like I'm one of those dudes that like I would. Um, and, and this this is one of my roadblocks too, in my upper limits. I know that. That sometimes if some if I'm about to fail at something, mm-hmm. I would I I I'll, I'll fucking I'll fucking like I'll fucking just like exit out. Right. I'll be like, nah, I can't. I'm not gonna fail. I'll exit out. Right. And I run. Right. And I'm a runner, so I'll naturally just say, you know, I'm done. I'm not gonna do it, and I'll run away from it because I'm gonna fail. And I hate that 
you know, that it, that I, um, that I kind of like, um, I, I, I embody it. I'll be like, well, it wasn't, it, it was my fault. It was me, it was me, me, me. Mm-hmm. And um, that's how much I hate failure that I'd run from it. So now I'm learning how to take that in and be like, if I fail, cool. I failed because I failed. It's all right. It's going to happen. Right. You're, you're dying. So yeah, that's totally me. Yeah. You're, you're failing by your own esteem and not because somebody else, you know, was in your way. You, you know, it's kind of different. Like that failure, failure feels, feels different when you're the one realizing that it's your fault that, this is like something that you can shift and change and make better versus like failing within someone else's system in a way, you know, whether it's school or whatever, I think we kind of fall into this situation. Like you were saying that, you know, your mom made you go to this school that you didn't want to go to, you know, there's, there's this part of us that I think many of us want to appeal or, or make our parents happy or our grandparents or some other external source that is saying, you have to do this, you have to be this. And it seems like you were on this path to find out what that is for you and wanting to make your own decisions. And that's translating into how you're helping people now, if, if that's accurate. No, that's 100% accurate. Uh, 100%. Um, I would agree because as, as you know, most trainers, you know, they say, Eat, eat this, eat that, mm-hmm. and then follow this meal plan. Right. I don't give my clients a meal plan. Right. I don't give my clients, I mean, I give them a workout, but at the end of the day, it's all mindset work. It's a lot of mindset work that we do, um, especially when we hop on a coaching call. I mean, I, and it's not my goal to rip them apart, but it's my goal to push them mentally. Right. Even when I was training my clients, sometimes I, sometimes I won't even count. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, are you counting? I'm like, no, I'm not counting. Start from one. Right. But it's everything I do is because of mindset. It's to push them mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and nothing crazy, you know, I mean, nothing crazy, though, but just to push them mentally to understand, like, everything you do, it all starts in the mind. Like, hey, this is mental. Right. This is mental. You know what I mean? I tell themselves, hey, tell yourself, this is mental. I got this. I got this. Mm-hmm. You know, and I preach affirmations and stuff, but everything we do is mental. And I, and I totally agree with what you just said. Yeah, you know, that, that, that kind of made me think of, um, I recently was listening to a podcast on the art of manliness, and they were talking about motivation, motivation being kind of like this false construct that we have. And it's something I'm exploring personally, where motivation is often associated with an external force. Like I need something to tell me to get up out of bed to do this, as opposed to something that you're training yourself that is a part of your life. And that can translate to business, that could translate to weight loss, things like that. And one of those key things, True. one of those key things was uh, using the words can't versus don't, meaning a lot of people will say like, you know, if they're on a diet, you know, like I, I can't eat sweets versus I don't eat sweets. Like it's, it's more of a mindset decision, whereas can't is like a barrier. Can't is like, I'm not allowed to. And it allow, yep. gives you the opportunity to cheat. Whereas don't, you're, you're making that a very solid foundation. Like, I do not eat sweets. I do not drink soda. I do not do this. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is who I am as a person. I do not do that. And that really struck me as a big mindset thing. So with, with things like that, like, or, or is it things like that that you teach people? Like, do you have examples of, of, of um, things that you're, you're kind of doing in your training that will help with that mindset shift? Say that, say that one more time. So like, are there anything that you're doing within your, is there anything you're doing within your training um, with people in terms of mentally 
um, any like tactics or any kind of ideas that kind of come to mind that, that people can employ in terms of like motivation, I suppose. Let's use motivation as a specific example. Like, you know, yep. getting up and getting up and doing something, you know, making it a routine. Are, uh, are those the types of things that you teach? Like what, are, what, are, what other uh, kinds of things are you teaching people? Well, you know, the, the biggest thing I teach people, um, and, th- and that's great. Let's, let's talk about the morning routine, okay? Yeah. Like most, this is what happens. So most entrepreneurs would believe that you have to wake up in the morning. You have to have a routine down. Mm-hmm. You have to set everything in place. Um, I tell people, man, if you wake up in the morning, you don't have to meditate. Right. You don't have to um, say affirmations. You don't have to go drink water. I mean, I, I believe you have to go drink water, but if you don't want to do that right away, then don't. Right. You know what I mean? Set the tone for your day how you believe it's going to be, right. how, how you believe you're, you're, you're best going to um, get in the zone or get in that flow state mm-hmm. um, to, to, to really impact your day. With each client, is different. You know what I mean? Some of my clients like to wake up like at 11 or 12. Right. Some of them like to wake up at 6. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not going to tell them, hey, you got to wake up early to be successful. Because mm-hmm. um, nowadays, you got kids on YouTube that don't wake up at 6 in the morning, but they're highly successful. Right. Um, for me, it's it's really taking people where they are, uh, and helping them and helping them shift in their mindset from where they actually are. It's not about t- making them fit my system or, or my system of belief. Right. It's like, hey, what do you believe? All right, cool. Let me help you. Let me help you take whatever you believe. Mm-hmm. If, if- yeah, it totally does. I, I think that's great. It's really. Um, you know, and, and I've seen that through like your Facebook lives and some of your other social media stuff. So how, how are you using, um, social media to get to people to, to help them with stuff? Man, the, <laughs> social media, it's like a, it's, um, I give, I, I guess you could say I, I give all my stuff away for free. Um, right. that's what I do. Like every, every live video, I, I, I try to give actionable information because what I found is that a lot of people will give you like a lot of information but you can't do anything with information because there's no substance there. I right. want to give you something actionable that you can take and you can say, okay, cool, let me go do this. Like, right. hey, go drink a cup of water before each meal. Right. That's actionable. Like, I can actually do that, get a result from it. Mm-hmm. Not a, not like a, hey, um, make sure that you eat. Like, stuff like that, it's not going to help you. But giving you, giving you clarity and clear steps on something is, mm-hmm. is what's, is what's going to help you. Um, so that's how, that's how I use social media. And then also in my Facebook group, um, that's where, that, that's where I like to, I like to help people 100% of my Facebook group. You join my mm-hmm. Facebook group. I set up a, I set up a time with you to hop on a top on like 30 minutes, sometimes an hour, however long it goes. If, if you need more help, cool. But like I dive deep with people and I tell them like, Hey, what do you right. help you construct to the most healthiest lifestyle that you need 100% for free? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, you're dealing in this, you're dealing in this space that is so oversaturated with, you know, you're kind of living in this space where there's a lot of like cliche advice going on uh, where, you know, eat better, you know, do, do these certain diets, do a Jenny, Jenny Craig diet, you know, get up and run every day. They're really kind of uh, combating uh, this ocean up. So um, it seems like you're aware of that and you're using all of your knowledge to kind of break away from it a little bit, do something. Yep, yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, I, don't, I, I definitely don't want to be seen like everybody else. I want to be seen as a person 
that's going to give like the real raw information and right. um, like real raw strategies and tactics and, 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 not, and not like little, I don't want to say like little tactics, but I want to say like real tactics you can use right away, I should say. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one good example of that was, uh, you know, drinking water, glasses of water every day um, with every meal, stuff like that. Um, so, so can you kind of clarify on that specifically? So if we want to give people a nugget of information to work with right now, whether it's the drinking water thing or some piece of advice that somebody can take away from this podcast, what can they do to kind of make a change in their life? Man, I'll say the biggest thing is change your environment um and audit your environment and this 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 is like actionable tips right, right. so when you when, when if you have a friend if you got whoever you are but if you want to but if you decide like hey i want to change my life i want to be healthier right then look look around at your friends and tell them like hey this is what i'm doing the friend that says hey you can't do it drop them right like just fucking let them go right. and then the friends the friends that say hey you know what i'll help you or the friends that say hey you know what? i'll keep you accountable cool like rock with them but the friends that say no you can't do it that means everything else that you that you want to do in life, they're not going to support you. You know what I'm saying? Right. So drop their friends. Drop I mean, drop that friend, right? right? And then the next thing too, alkalized water. So if you want to get healthy, the biggest thing you need to do is remove toxins from the body, and you need to drink water. The body is 60 to 70% water. Some people say 80, whatever, 70, whatever you want to call it. But right. the biggest thing the body needs is water. If you were stuck on an island right now, the first thing you're going to find is clean water. So right. whether you're in the suburbs, whether you're in the slums, you need clean water if you want to get healthy. That's the biggest thing. Alkalized, alkalized water does that for you. Alkaline water is going to do that. If you can't do it, damn near just drink your freaking tap water, but stay off anything else but water. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that too. That was a big change for me. Like I lost a lot of weight in my early 20s uh, over more of like an extreme kind of diet. But that was the first thing that I did was I stopped drinking soda. I stopped drinking all this like sugary drinks, like that, that makes a huge impact on how you feel about yourself and is really a good place to start. Um, but also with, you know, the, that advice of changing your environment really kind of goes back to your narrative of, you know, you, you were getting in with the wrong crowd and like making that change seems like it was a huge help in you and your career and your life. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, it's, um, it's, it's, it's just, it's just like joining a, a mastermind or like even like a, um, well, I think, I think this is what we call it. Like we call it a mastermind. Those are like highly, highly engaging or, or even like go-getters all around you. If you got go-getters all around you, you're going to be, you're going to be another go-getter because you're going to see everybody else propelling. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then you're going to have to go, you're going to have to go match the, um, the environment around you. If you, if you either you're going to match it or, or you're going to get out of it. Yeah. It's, it's kind of that, so, kind of that cliche saying of like, if you're the smartest one in the room, you know, you're in the wrong room. So when you, um, when you got out of the military, um, what, what was the catalyst for you to help other people? Like once you kind of started to get into this place where you felt like you were starting to figure out the mindset stuff that you were taking more ownership over you, you were as a person, um, when did you decide, you know what, I can help someone else. I can actually get paid for this and I can make, make this something that is a part of my life and, uh, uh, kind of create something for myself. It was actually by accident. So I didn't know people got paid to train people. Right. Um, what I did is, what I did instead is that, like, I started training two people for free. And then, and then, and then people would tell me, oh, you, oh, you getting paid? I was like, no, you, why would they pay me for that? You know what I mean? It's like, that's free information. And then the next thing, the next thing I know, someone, someone literally told me, like, hey, you can go to school for this. You can do this, this, and this. I was like, oh, really? 
And then, uh, and then I started. Then I started looking it up. I started finding out. I I went to a class, got certified, um, and did the whole nine. And that's how that's how my business kind of started. It was all by accident. It wasn't really because I wanted to. And then, um, and then I was gonna go into a gym. And I talked to people at the gym. I was like, oh, I want to do this, this, and this. They were like, oh, well, you can't do this. Well, you can't talk to people like this. You can't say this or that. And I was like, what do you mean? Like the the, the biggest shift was uh, for people is like in their mindset. You know what I'm saying? So right. so when I started talking to people at the gym, they were like, oh, well, we can't do this. We can't do that. I was like, well, fuck it. I don't want to work at the gym then. I want to work for myself. So I just started. I really just like kind of started um, bootstrapped everything, did it all myself, right. learned how to design a website, learned how to do everything, and just did it all um, myself. So it, it kind of brings it back to the whole military side when in the military, they don't teach you how to do a lot of things. It's kind of like, hey, go figure out how to do it. So I went and figure out how to do it. Yeah, which is great. And it seems like the military really gives you a lot of tools on how to move forward in your life, which is fantastic. Um, so what, what is uh, when you you're so you teach a lot of people through your Facebook page and through your personal account, but also um, so when you have your clients, are you coaching clients online or are you doing just um, training in person? Um, how, do, how do you dole that out? Are you doing, you know, internet stuff or online or a little bit of both? I'm actually doing a little bit of both. So I'm actually transitioning to online. Um, but I do love the, I, I do love the in-person stuff. Um, some stuff coming up this year is like, I really want to um, set up a retreat. So, so, it's, so it's a mixture of both, mixture of online and in-person right now. Right. And um, so I, I kind of want to wrap up with one more question. Like, what do you think is uh, kind of a terrible cliche advice? Like we were talking about the blue ocean. I, you know, the, or not really the blue ocean, but like the, uh, how oversaturated the fitness market is. You know, what do you, what do you think is like terrible cliche advice that you see people leaving all the time that you think that maybe is, is something that people change? Say that, say that one more time because it, it cut in and out. Say that one more time. Okay. So what, um, what kind of cliche advice do you think is out there that is not really actually helpful to people? Um, man. Um, yeah, I know it's a little bit of a tough one. <laughs> a little bit of a tough one. Yeah, that, that is a tough one. A lot of cliche advice. Um, I think, I think the biggest cliche advice is, is, um, it's eat less, move more. That's okay. the most, that is the most, that's the worst advice in the world you can give somebody. Right, right. Yeah. Um, can you maybe elaborate a little bit on, on that on, ah, on that a little bit more? Because, uh, I know when I was, when I was going through a lot of training in my early twenties, like, you know, eating, eating was probably the most important part of training, actually, <laughs> you know, it's kind of cliche to like, if you want to lose weight, you need to eat less. Um, so is it, is it just eating more of the, more of good foods more regularly, or is it more of a personalized diet? You really need to think about like, uh, what, what your needs are. Yep. I would say you gotta, you gotta see what your needs are. And plus also you gotta figure out like what, what's working for you. Not right. what's working for like Jim or Bob or, or Nancy or Stacy, because a right. lot of times what happens, your friend will come into office and or even or, or even you'll meet them up and, and they'll be like, oh, I lost I lost 20 pounds doing this. Like the biggest thing right now is like keto. Right. Right. So everyone's keto. Everyone wants to go keto. Right. And I tell people, OK, that's great. But can you do keto for the next 20 years of your life? Right. You know, and you got to find out what's going to work for you. And the reason why I say eat less and move more is. um is because if you eat a whole bunch of vegetables, you could eat, you could eat a, you could eat like two pounds of vegetables, um, and and that's 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 gonna cut you up. You're gonna you're gonna like your body's gonna turn into like a fat burning machine, um, because of vegetables and the phytonutrients and all that good stuff. But 
but if you eat a whole bunch of junk, then, you don't, then you're going to feel like junk. But if you eat a whole bunch of like what I call high grade fuel, like vegetables, uh, lean meats and, 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 um, and like, and like uh, complex carbs, if you eat a whole bunch of that, you're going to be great. You know what I mean? You, 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 can, you can eat all that all day and be great. Mm hmm. Yeah, it, it, you know, it sounds like um, you know, food is important, mindset's important, and, you, you know, it seems like you also offer kind of this ability to just have have a coach, literally be Coach B, and uh, be able to, to, to look at what people are doing to give them new mindset, uh, uh, new mindset tools to work with and help them day to day. So how, how long are you typically – helping someone is it kind of like a continuous cycle do you offer like a few weeks of things is it day to day um, what is a kind of a typical experience with coach p like well um i'm i'm just i just uh i'm just about to release my um what i call my 15 pounds in 15 days course um it's it's like it's an intense 15 days where where it's not really focusing on losing 15 pounds but it's focusing on building habits and because of the habits that we build it's the byproduct is like losing 15 pounds. Oh no, I lost you. Oh, um, six months with me. Okay, okay. Um, sorry, I'm kind of losing you for a second. Hold on. No, it's all good. Anchor's a bit of a pain sometimes. <laughs> um, so hopefully it caught that because I, I didn't hear it. But um, or maybe can you just kind of like. Just do the quick pitch for the fifteen minute, um, uh, uh, the the what you were talking about the fifteen pound stuff because I didn't really hear a lot of it and I want to make sure that our audience hears it too. Yep, I got you. Well, um, I'm just coming out. It's actually going to be a book too. So I'm coming out with a book. It's called. Uh, it's going to be the Blueprint Two Fifteen. It's how to lose fifteen pounds in fifteen days and keep it off without starving yourself or stepping foot in the gym. Um, and there's also a course with it that's the fifteen pound in fifteen days. It's an intense 15 days where we help you build uh, incredible habits to lose 15 pounds in 15 days and um, build habits, like healthy habits that are actually going to help you. And the byproduct of building those habits, you're going to lose 15 pounds in 15 days. Um, so that's amazing. And then usually people stick with me for about, for about six months, but I do have a three-month program, um, and I do have a six-month program. Cool. Well, well, that sounds really rad. It sounds like something that's going to be really helpful for people. Um, I think your story is really interesting, and I'm glad that you were willing to share that with me. Um, so I think we'll, we'll wrap it up here, unless you want to add anything else, or you just want to let people know like where they can get a, get in touch with you. Yeah, um, if you need to get in touch with me, I'm at www.coachbn.com, and you can also get in touch with me on Facebook at bertrandengampo.com. I mean, excuse me, Bertrand and Gampo, that's kind of funny. Um, or, just, or you can also go to my group, Healthy Living for Entrepreneurs. Uh, you can also get in touch with me there. Or just send me a private message and just um, slide in my DMs. I don't mind at all. All right, awesome. Well, Coach B, you're a good dude. I'm glad you are where you are and you're doing well. And um, I'll check up with you in a few months. Maybe we'll do a follow-up and see how things are going. No, I appreciate it, Christian. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you later. All right, later, Christian. Thanks. Bye. Hey, you beautiful human. Thanks for listening to Dopamine. I really appreciate it. If you thought this was a dope show, then you should wait until next week. But also, while you wait, you should go to iTunes and Stitcher and leave a positive review. Positive reviews help me to uh, fill up my dopamine tank. Otherwise, you can send your friends to dopamine.life to listen to the show or hi, my name is Christian.com to get the latest updates. I'll catch you later. Baby, I'm a fiend, I'm a fiend. Oh, you know you got me going off your dopamine. 
All I really need, all I need is for you to put me on to the recipe.